This morning we'd like to uh, speak to you about the different uh, applications of uh, meditation (coughs) and sometimes in the processes of uh, uh, meditation we can get used to a particular approach, a particular attitude, particular methods and uh, uh, techniques and that becomes the, uh, the regularity uh, of that. It's valuable and precious to remember that a more expansive uh, uh, exploration really can be very helpful and uh, supportive. I'd just like to uh, make some uh, reference uh, to this in uh, various ways with you this morning. So to take uh, some examples of uh, what, what I mean. So one um, primary area is certainly uh, calmness and uh, relaxation. So the intention which gives support to the meditation uh, is important here and Therefore, that intention or purpose or attitude (coughs) is to bring calmness and uh, relaxation uh, to the meditation, to (coughs) the the heart, mind and body. We notice in ourselves at times there are particular areas of uh, pressure and uh, tension, stress, and therefore the focusing on the breath or uh, on the body and really contributing to the uh, capacity to really relax into those particular areas. (coughs) We quite often in daily life hardly notice the tension which is quietly and significantly building up uh, uh, there And then at some point, sooner uh, or later, the stress is there. And quite often the stress is in the mind. One of those areas is uh, resistance, um, fear, blame, dissatisfaction, agitations. And when that begins to build up uh, in the mind it easily then starts to impact upon the body and those tensions and stresses may then come out in specific locations uh, in the body. <clears throat> and always with uh, uh, the meditations, the practices there, it is really a process of going from the outer to the inner. So we begin with the breath, drawing in the outer, the air element into the body, turn our attention uh, to the body and relaxing into the body, checking where those tensions and pains uh, are. Also there are situations in the daily life where an event may have a sudden impact physically upon us. It could be 
an accident, we uh, could be hit by something material, it could be uh, sudden pain, um, a health issue or whatever. It is important to uh, uh, remember that when there is a sudden impact uh, on the body, we uh, walking and we twist our ankle. A friend of mine, uh, some uh, months ago, she uh, slipped getting out of the uh, shower and in that uh, both uh, the vertebrae, the, um, in the wrists, rather not the vertebrae, the, uh, the, the wrists were very badly uh, uh, hurt. She had to have the plaster for some uh, uh, several weeks. Where there is some significant impact on the body, there, it is a trauma for the body. And when the body has a trauma through pain, through accident, through a health issue, or whatever, there, how very easily and understandably there is a reaction to that. Worries, fears about the future, how long will it take to heal, and, and much, much more. And practice in these times is, can I relax into this, the reality of this pain which I'm experiencing and carry with it a very quiet patience for the healing process. And the less pressure from the mind on that part of the body or with regard to that sickness, no matter how major it might be, the less pressure then there is more opportunity for uh, the gradual process of some healing and renewal to take place. And generally speaking, but not always, the older you get, the longer it takes for the healing. <laughs> so we need to be quite patient with the process, uh, this and particularly with the uh, uh, ageing uh, uh, event. With the meditations uh, uh, as well, with regard to the relaxation uh, uh, of the mind, there. the encouragement with the teachings there is to look and be clear about the states of mind. Uh, so often it is the story in the state of mind which the, is the kind of the magnetic aspect of it. There is a pull and attraction into the story which generates more thought, more imagination, more memory, more speculation. So the story ends up as having a grip uh, uh, on us. But in Dharma teachings, the story is rather minimal there. It's what feeding into the story. And, and to take the contrast in some respects between um, in the psychology of East and uh, 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 West. During my years as a Buddhist uh, monk, and of course with it is a daily exploration of much, which includes the entire state of heart, mind, uh, events uh, going on, 
I cannot recall a single occasion where the teacher, in this case Achan Dhammadaro, the Vipassana teacher, ever asked a single question about any aspect of my life from the past. Had zilch interest. I think all he knew about me was in the three years I was in the monastery that I was from England. And no matter what arose in terms of state of mind, there was no interest in the psychology of the history of the story which contributed to it. None. Um, and it's a, a rather stark um, contrast, I'm not saying better or worse, well, slightly, um, <laughs> in which in the West, the story is the event, and then a person experiencing some difficulties with the present, whatever that might be about, the psychotherapist, the mind-body worker, the uh, analyst, the psychologist, the psychiatrist, or whoever, may well take some interest and actually ask specific questions, what happened to you? What was that trauma in your childhood? What was that event that impacted upon you? How did you feel when your mother and father got divorced? What was it like being abused when you were a teenager, being threatened, uh, not feeling good enough, or whatever it might be? Dharma teachings and practices have uh, very little interest in the stories of the past. It's interested in the resolution of suffering in the present. Both may have and share that viewpoint. But in these kind of teachings, the story, as I say, takes second place. Uh, there's not a rejection or denial uh, of it. But it is actually looking at the primary um, factors <coughs> there. Desire would certainly be uh, uh, in that. Clinging and holding would be in that. What is a fresh way of viewing this situation? That would be in that. And the response to that, and then looking at the very recent past, what was going on in the last hours, day, days or so, or maybe weeks, which was leading up to this? So it's much closer to the present. And part of the reason for that is that the further we go back uh, into the past uh, there, it is not easy to know well and clearly what actually was the past and what is the way of memorizing it and with all those experiences we're taking childhood teenage life 